Welcome to this edition of our devotions, coming to you from Church of the Palms in Sarasota, Florida. We're so glad that you took the time to join us today. Let us prepare for God's words by listening to an inspiring musical selection. Let us pray. Father, thank you for the opportunity to present your word today. I pray that everything I say will be acceptable in your sight, O oh Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Our scripture today comes from the book of Esther, and I will be reading from the fourth chapter, verses 10 through 17. It reads as follows. Then Esther spoke to Hatak and gave him a message for Mordecai, saying, All the king's servants and the people of the king's provinces know that if any man or woman goes to the king inside the inner court without being called, there is but one law. All alike are to be put to death. Only if the king holds out the golden scepter to someone, may that person live. I myself have not been called to come to the king for 30 days. And when they told Mordecai 
what Esther had said, Mordecai told them to reply to Esther, do not think that in the king's palace you will escape any more than all the other Jews. For if you keep silence at such a time as this, relief and deliverance will rise for the Jews from another quarter. But you and your father's family will perish. Who knows? Perhaps you have come to royal dignity for such a time as this. Then Esther said in reply to Mordecai, go gather all the Jews to be found in Susa and hold a fast on my behalf and neither eat nor drink for three days, night and day. I and my maids will also fast as you do. After that, I will go to the king. Though it is against the law, and if I perish, I perish. Mordecai then went away and did everything as Esther had ordered him. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Although the book of Esther never mentions God by name, we know that God's hand was on Esther and on Mordecai and that his divine timing is always the best, even if we don't see it at the time. The story of Esther, a Jewish woman raised by her cousin Mordecai, begins when King Xerxes of Persia, after looking at a lineup of beautiful women, found Esther to be the most attractive woman and made her the next queen. Esther was careful, however, to not tell anyone her nationality as Mordecai had warned her not to because he knew it would be dangerous for her if anyone found out she was a Jew. When Mordecai found out that Haman, the principal minister of the king, had persuaded the king to issue an edict and set a date to kill all of the Jewish people, he pleaded with the queen to do something to save the people. Although Esther feared for her life in approaching the king, she later told the king about Haman's plan to kill her people. The king became enraged, changed his edict, and had Haman hang on the same pole that Haman had set up for Mordecai. Now, there are many important principles to learn from the book of Esther. I'm going to focus on two of these principles. First of all, God has a way of placing people at the right place at the right time. Jeremiah 29, 11 states, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. It was not by accident that Esther was placed in a royal position. She was made queen, not by chance, but 
for a purpose. Romans 8.28 reminds us that all things work together for good to those who love God and who are the called according to his purpose. As the experience of Esther shows, God uses people in fulfilling his purpose. In 2017, a shooter attacked innocent men, women, and children at a Las Vegas music festival. The attack was the deadliest mass shooting in the history of the United States, leading to 58 deaths and hundreds of injuries. But from the horror emerged stories of great courage. One of the night's survivors, Jonathan Smith, went to considerable lengths to help fellow concert goers. The 30-year-old ushered dozens of people to safety, putting himself in a line of fire. Smith was eventually struck in the arm and neck. He stated, it was like a heavy punch to my arm. At that point, my whole body spun around. I hit the gravel. Smith was at the right place at the right time. Esther was at the right place at the right time. Smith put his life on the line to save dozens of people. Esther put her life on the line and saved a generation of Jews. Sometimes it's hard to decipher what is being asked of us. It might not mean that you have to be taking action to save people from dying. Is it the right time and the right place for you to use a gift that was given to you by God? Maybe it's musical talent or artistic talent. Then again, you might be good at crunching numbers. Maybe you are a great visionary, but not very good with the nuts and bolts of things. Or maybe you are a detailed person. Everyone has a role to play. Everyone has talents and gifts that are given to them by God that they must discover, cultivate, and use. Are you doing anything for God's glory? Ask yourself that question again. Are you doing anything for God's glory? Secondly, sometimes you have to make the right decision by stepping out in faith and doing what you are afraid to do. Not yet sure if the king would allow her to live, Esther, after leading the whole Jewish community to fast from all food and water for three days and three nights, stepped out in faith and told the king about the atrocities that were about to occur. There will be times in your life when you've gathered all the information you can, you prayed as well as you know how, you sought godly counsel, but there is something inside of you that's still not sure. You can sleep on it, 
That's something I occasionally do. Although Esther waited three days to make her decision, she made the right decision. Mordecai words to Esther that, to Esther that perhaps you have come to royal dignity for such a time as this, where no doubt encouraging words for her and increased her faith that going to the king was the right thing to do. There is a saying that evil exists because good people do nothing. Let me repeat that. Evil exists because good people do nothing. Haman, who wanted to kill all the Jews, was doing the devil's work. But Esther, the good person, was able to counter it. Faith was at work here. The book of Hebrews tells us that Abel brought God a better offering than Cain by faith. And by faith, Enoch was taken from this life so that he did not experience pain. By faith, Noah built an ark to save his family. And by faith, Abraham, when called, went to a place he would later receive as his inheritance. At some point, you just have to muster the courage and faith to move forward. Without all the answers, are you ready to make the right decision? Don't be afraid to allow God to determine the outcome. There is a story of a blind girl who was perched on the fourth floor window at a burning building in New York City. The firemen had become desperate because they couldn't get the ladder truck between the buildings. And they couldn't get the girl to jump into a net, which she, of course, couldn't see. Finally, her father arrived <clears throat> and shouted through the bullhorn that there was a net and that she was to jump on his command. The girl jumped and was so completely relaxed that she did not break a bone or strain a muscle in the four-story fall. Because she trusted her father completely, when she heard his voice, she did what he said was best. The blind girl made a decision based on faith. She had faith that her father would catch her and save her. God knows that we are nervous. He knows that we are afraid. Remember that he is our father and we know him. He wants us to step out in faith. Step out in faith. Let's pray. Father, thank you for your grace and mercy. Give us the wisdom to do your will while we are in the position that you have placed us in life. Grant us the spirit to recognize that faith can guide us in making right decisions. We pray in the name of Jesus. Amen.